Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Scott White versus ATC Projections next on Fantasy Baseball to Date in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Friday, February 4th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And earlier on our full-length podcast, we had our buddy R.L. Cohen on, and he talked up his ATC projections. I feel bad that he's not here to defend himself, but of course, you can catch the full-length podcast as well. Scott, the ATC projections have Julio Arias as the SP20 this upcoming season, while you have Arias as the SP10. Why do you presume that you are much higher than the projections on Arias? Well, I, I'm, I'm sure the reason the projections are lower on Arias is because, well, by the, by the standards I normally measure a starting pitcher, Arias doesn't measure up. He's more of a fly ball pitcher than a ground ball guy. Middling swinging strike rate, just a little more than a strikeout per inning. Uh, doesn't live up to his ex-fip, his Sierra, his FIP, most of the ERA estimators. The one ERA estimator he has consistently measured up to, though, is XERA, which is StatCast's version. And StatCast's version is based mostly on quality of contact. And that is an area that Arias has excelled in consistently throughout his career, which is why I think is an exception to the ways I normally evaluate a starting pitcher. And normally, if it's a quality of contact thing, you know, the hard hit rate being low, the exit velocity being low for a pitcher, uh, if it's just a one-year phenomenon, I don't put much weight on it because I, I feel like that's difficult to sustain from year to year. But we're talking three straight years where Arias has been in the top 10% in terms of hard hit rate. And, uh, you know, that, that's enough to convince me it's a, it's a legitimate thing that's happening. Plus, you know, he's got the Dodgers supporting cast, was the Majors' only 20-game winner last year. That helps put him over the top, too. Next up, we have Sean Manaya, who is SP26 in the ATC projections, SP44 here for Scotty. The service number is not great, Scott, but the underlying numbers were very good. He saw a big velo jump. He saw a big jump in strikeout rate as well. Uh, why do you? Why are you down on Sean Manaya versus the projections? Well, because anytime we've seen a guy who's been around for a while, we, we already thought we had a, a sense of who he was. Anytime we see him do something new, I like to see him sustain it, at least for a full season. And, and that really didn't happen in Manaya's case. His 14 second half starts, he had a 492 ERA. First half was great, but uh, ERA kind of ballooned on him in the second half there. And, you know, maybe he had some bad luck. Maybe, but but again, where we saw him do something, something that was very new to him, and uh, already I, I think there's reason to be skeptical of that. Even if he was able to sustain it over a full season, the fact that he didn't, you know, I, I don't I I don't want to be the one um, who gets burned by him. So you know, drafting him in the range of Nathan Avaldi is like a number four, number five guy. I'm fine with that, but I don't want to pay up for him. All right. I don't want to pay up for him either, but I kind of like the value that we're getting on Sean Mania right now. Let's see if he can build off of uh, his 
not necessarily a breakout, but uh, the nice things that he did in 2021. Tim Anderson is the next one up. He is the fourth shortstop for ATC projections, and he is 13th for Scotty. Mercy! Man, last year he had 309, 17 homers, 94 runs scored, 18 steals, and 123 games. Scott, why so low on Tim Anderson? I'm I'm gonna have to move him up some, I think, just because I'm tired of everybody laughing at me about it. But I I don't. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I don't think. I think he's going to have trouble keeping up in the counting stats is the main issue for me is he's never been the base stealer that people presume he is. You know, he's not a big power guy. 20 is the most likely scenario. Maybe he could get to 25 if he manages to stay healthy for a full season, but he never has the batting average. Okay. He's been a standout there over the years. And I think that's why the Roto formula likes him so much, but it's, it's because he always has this crazy high, best in baseball type BABIP, which as I've pointed out for Javier Baez repeatedly, like it's difficult to, to, to walk that tightrope year after year after year. Eventually it's going to wobble. You're going to wobble on it. Right. And he doesn't have great on base skills. So what happens to the runs if the batting average falls? And I just don't, I just don't know that he does enough of anything to, to be worth the price tag given that there is some downside risk there, I think. Um, you know, do I have to draft Carlos Correa ahead of him? I, I guess not. You know, there's kind of this cluster of shortstops that I, I put Tim Anderson at the back end of. Maybe he could be at the front end of it, but I, I don't like what he's projected for. I don't like his going rate. I'm probably not going to have many shares of him either way. All right, you want to hear Ariel Cohen's retorts to all of those? You can do so on the Full Lane Podcast, Fantasy Baseball Today, which you can listen to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again on Monday morning. Bye-bye.